0: we've got dialect here at the Mar- marquee theater in Denver on tour with the new LP endangered philosophies. Uh, how's this tour been for you? And, uh, how are people responding to the new record? Uh, it's been good, man. It's, uh, you know, always
1: interesting, uh, traveling through the middle of this country. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's been good, man. We've, uh, we've had some good times. Uh, New Orleans just came back from, uh, the uh, West coast did, um, what was it? Uh, la uh san diego and san francisco um actually played las vegas for the first time on this tour
0: so that was uh that was actually a lot of fun cool, so it's cool. been good yeah. regarding the new record what what were you what were you thinking about when you titled it endangered philosophies
1: um i mean i i really it's funny i don't i don't really like getting into the specific meanings of yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. of lyrics or or titles because i kind of like people to find their own meaning in what i'm doing mm-hmm. but uh I mean, that one is pretty uh, self-explanatory, I think, uh, if you look at, you know, the current state of things in this country right now, uh, you know, the anti-intellectualism, um, I mean, it's pretty much touching on that.
0: Looking at today's political climate, uh, do you see hip- hip-hop living up to its heritage as a voice of political opposition?
1: Um, that's that's a difficult question to assess because, uh, I mean, hip-hop has become pop music, right? so if you're looking at strictly what's on the radio then no but mm-hmm. i mean pop music has rarely ever touched on the serious subjects i mean sometimes it has but um that's usually been the the role of the underground artist um and i think that hip-hop still does that mm-hmm. you know i mean like if you look at uh guys like immortal technique you look at uh you know even uh run the jewels kill a Mike. Mm-hmm. um you know i mean like there's there's a lot of heads that are, that are still speaking on on relevant subjects and uh talking about social justice and uh and things like that so i mean the i think hip-hop is still doing that it's just the hip-hop has grown into such a huge um genre that it encompasses you know everything from pop music to the underground so you have uh, so many different variants and styles you know
0: when you look at sort of newer generations of hip-hop artists or more specifically underground hip-hop artists do you do you feel confident do you feel uh like they're moving in the right direction?
1: Absolutely. I mean, I feel look, music music and um I mean I do I put this, like mu- music is always moving forward. You know what I mean? It's always progressing. Um hip hop specifically, like again, like has grown into such a such a huge um just I don't know, just uh, such a huge music, man. It's yeah. worldwide, you know? Yeah. Um, I think you have a lot of younger kids that are uh, even, you know, they're they're pushing it even further. So mm-hmm. I feel like you, you know, you you have the voices there, man. It's um, I get upset when people talk about like, oh, you know, like music was good when I was growing right, up, but right. there's nothing good anymore. I don't believe in that at all because yeah. I really feel like amazing music is being created right now. It's just that you have so much music at your fingertips. It's mm-hmm. really hard to. To find everything that's new, but if you dig and if you look, that stuff is there, man. And I feel our younger cats are definitely making noise, man, and they're definitely making some moves. So I'm, I'm, I'm very confident in music.
0: Cool, that's good to hear. Uh, what are you, uh, what are you listening to right now?
1: Um, I mean, hip hop wise, yeah. uh, I mean, it's not a new cat, but I've, I've been listening to Kyle a lot. Yeah, Kyle's amazing. Yeah, I think, so I think lyrically, he's he's one of the illest. Yeah. Um, I like that kid, Afro. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think who else, like newer Cats. Um, I actually just, uh, d- uh, this group, I have to shout them out, man. Uh, this group, Gestures, from San Francisco, that just, uh, were the local opener. Okay. To our show two days ago. I was completely blown away by them. Uh, they were like modern day Velvet Underground. Wow, cool. Kind of thing. Uh, really amazing. So, gotta check them out. Uh, Dream cool. Crusher. Um, I mean, I'm listening to more than just hip-hop, Yeah, but there's, you know, there's, again, there's just so much stuff, man. Uh, Black Marble is another band that I'm very into right now. That's not Mm hip-hop, but just uh, off the top of my head.
0: Looking back on your uh, 20-odd years as Dialect, is there any one project you feel particularly proud or satisfied with?
1: I'm never satisfied with anything. Um, And... I've kind of made it my mission to make sure that everything I release I'm proud of. Uh, I don't... If I'm not 100% behind it, I don't mm-hmm. put it out. So in that sense, I'd say I'm proud of everything we've done. Um, if there's anything that's like really special to me, it's probably the uh, collaboration with Faust, just mm-hmm. because I'm a huge Faust fan. So to be able mm-hmm. to have to have worked with them and to, you know, release an album with them. I mean, that was definitely really special.
0: Was that particularly memorable? I mean, I mean, you just said that, but out of all your, cause you've collaborated with a wide range of artists across many different genres. Was the Faust collaboration particularly memorable? Yeah. Way? Yeah. I
1: mean, like, yeah, I mean, we, we've been lucky enough to collaborate with a lot of people that mm-hmm. I really admire. And, uh, you know, we've, we've been able to work with so many amazing musicians, but, uh, the Faust collaboration just holds a special place for me just cause, uh, like I said, I'm I'm a huge fan of their work. They're they're, you know, geniuses in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um and to be able to have work with them closely in their studio and to for Yoakum to kinda take us under his wing and you know, we, we worked on that album in his studio. Um, I don't know, like that was just like a life changing experience for me. Mm-hmm. So uh yeah, that that definitely um kinda like stands above the rest.
0: What advice would you have giving a young young kid coming up in hip-hop now with with the experience you've had? If you, if you have anything specific, I
1: know. Yeah, that's rough, man. You know, someone asked me, like, that's so hard because everything has changed. Yeah. Like, if I had to start today, I don't know, like, where I would start. It's mm-hmm. such a difficult question. Yeah. Um, but I think, like, the most important thing I would tell any artist coming up is, uh, you have to define what success means. Um, because you can't let anyone else define your success. Um we live in a country where celebrity is you know put up on an altar and uh mm-hmm. that was never a reason why i started doing music um money is another thing that people put up on an altar that's not a reason why i I've made music mm-hmm. so by my definition i'm a success by mainstream music's definition i'm probably not a success right. but um what really matters is is how you feel about what you what what you want to create and what you want to set out and do. Um, I think that's the most important thing because once once you try to live up to other people's expectations, that's a game you can't win. You know, what I mean, whereas if you if you set up your own goals and your own you know things that you want to achieve in your career, then you could you could you can handle that yourself and you can you can see like how your trajectory is going. You know? Right. Right
0: kind of similar to that the mixing on this album is very interesting because the verses are and most rap music right you have the verse that sits on top of the instrumental and in this I noticed most of the verses are kind of embedded maybe a little bit on top of the uh instrumental what what were your thoughts going into crafting the sound of that album and did you worry that people would not wouldn't be able to take to that think it was like I don't know they're just not used to it Well, I mean, it's kind of funny because
1: that's always been our aesthetic from the beginning. Um, But specifically this album, I feel like it's the vocals are the loudest they've ever been Mm -hmm. in comparison to our other records. I mean, it's always been part of the aesthetic, mostly because uh, I just feel that traditionally the way hip hop albums (laughs) are mixed, it does sound like the vocals are sitting on top of the instrumental, which Mm kind of separates... The lyrics from the music, which is not what I want, and it kind of to me, like, I feel like it lessens the impact of the actual music. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always wanted the music itself to be very impactful along with the lyrics mm-hmm. and the delivery. So, early on, I mean, uh, my buddy Valentine is a huge influence in what we do, and their vocals, although they're, they're singing, um, their vocals and their melodies are very in the mix, mm-hmm. uh, where they almost become like another instrument. So, that's always been kind of like aesthetically what dialect does as far as uh, as far as the mix as technology has gotten better we've been able to to keep the music impactful and 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 have the vocals kind of sit in its own pocket where you can now you can kind of make out the vocals better right. than you ever have um but it's still in the mix compared to the way most hip hop is mixed but um to me i feel like the the other almost like side effect of doing that is that it makes the listener have to listen closer to hear what i'm saying lyrically which almost gives uh <laughs> gives <laughs> gives the um the lyrics that much more weight
0: right what's the production process like on this record is it different from previous albums
1: um i mean every every record is a bit different if i can think of like any i mean like the 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 major difference with this one was uh we had a lot of uh, people that we know that wanted to collaborate with us. We're just not the kind of band that, you know, where we would have a guitar solo from a guitar player, you know, guest guitarist or whatever, that's not really what we do. Mm-hmm. So what we did is we had a lot of people that we know send us parts and we ended up using those parts as uh almost like source material. Gotcha. So we uh the band Mets from uh Toronto, mm-hmm. they sent us some stuff. Um I'm trying to think who else, uh uh blank out the names, man. <laughs> Uh, Dave Witty sent us some drums. Uh, Chris Cole from uh, from Third Eye Foundation and Movie Tone. He sent us okay. some uh, some. I think he sent us some strings. So basically, we took that and used it the way we would use, like you know, sampling from vinyl, and uh, kind of just re reworked it and just kind of used it in, in, in our in our compositions. The funny thing is, that, like everyone that gave us parts, when we played them the tracks back. We're like yo, like we used your stuff in this song. Like no one can figure out like what we used and how we used it. But that's kind of the idea. Mm-hmm. I've never really, to me, that's the art of sampling. It's kind of taking it and making it into something brand new. Mm-hmm. So, um, I guess that that was like the the biggest difference of what we did this time around is just kind of incorporating other people's, uh, you know, source material.